And we're live. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sheep Kishir Podcast. Here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're in for a good show. We're talking about immigration, immigration, immigration today. Because, look, I could beat, I could talk about this, I could beat this topic to basically to extinction if I wanted to, and I probably will in the months and years to come. But the one thing that got my goat was listening to a... So, I'll preface this. I listen to a lot of speeches, whether they're in office, they were in office, they're campaigning for office. I listen to speeches because I like to know what people say because their messages tend to evolve and change. They'll say one thing now, and then a month from now, they'll say something different, and then I say, hold a minute, wait... Pause. That's not what you said before. That's not what you were saying. You you changed your message. And every politician does this, by the way. This is not unique to just one person. The problem is it becomes very, very disgusting when I know you said something in the past that contradicts what you just said, and I can barely find it. Now, if I was were to look up something that Trump said, I'd find it in two minutes. But when I was, turns out, when it, with Joe Biden, I got to scrounge the internet and I couldn't find it. And eventually I did, but it took me a while to find it because the, I got to, I got to hand it to Google. I got to hand it to Meta. I got to hand it to these people, dude. They're very, and even on Twitter too, they're very smart. They're very good at covering for the people in power. They're very good at it. It's like a, almost like. They're all on the same team. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Did I say that? I meant they're not on the same team. No, no, no. There's no correlation at all. The people who are rich and the people who have power, they never collude. Everybody knows they all work independently of everybody else. And if, if you ever think otherwise, well, then you're just wrong. And in fact, you probably voted for Trump and you're probably, probably an enemy of the state. So, of course, I would never, I would never dare to assume that but we're, we're nonetheless folks we're going to get into this i'm going to show you exactly what i'm talking about today because i think it's important number one and i like to set the record straight so we're going to listen to that and we're also going to listen to what trump versus what biden said back on the campaign trail and then i'm going to give you some numbers in fact you know what I'll give you the numbers up front in case you want to rewind the show as you're watching it and you want to compare. I'll do it right now because otherwise you're going to forget what they said. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to bring up these. But before I bring up the statistics that I, I got for the show today, I want to ask, I want to first, I want to, before I ask my first question, I want to let everybody know that Number one, I ask a lot of questions. I make a lot of comments that some might find distasteful. Others might identify as the truth but you know the truth tends to be very distasteful to those who are you know unfamiliar with it or foreign to it so if you want to let your voice be heard whether it be aligned with me or in a disagreement with me you can do that in the comment section of the video you're watching or if you're on audio you can go over to twitter at austin creed and you can direct everything right over there because i want your voice to be heard I don't like just... Look, I'm happy if you agree with me, obviously. Who isn't? 
But if you don't disagree, if you disagree with me and you want to say something, then by all means, I want you to let your voice be heard. I'm not like Joe Biden. I'm not like occasional cortex. You know her as AOC. Uh, I'm not like these people. I like to actually hear the opposition so I can look at it and say, hey, you know what? Maybe they had a valuable point here. Maybe they are coming at this in a way that I am unable to see. Maybe they come at it in a way that I can't. And so I gain a new insight as a result of that. There's something I can glean from that versus if I don't hear it and I only live in an echo chamber, well, then I'm no better than the people I criticize as far as I'm concerned. So that's why I'm more than happy to discuss stuff with you if you disagree with me. Now, obviously, I want you to do it in a respectful way. If you come on, the sh if you come on to my Twitter and you call me all kinds of names and blah, 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 I'm not going to respect you enough to respond. I don't do that. I don't waste my time. I did not, my ancestors did not survive millions of years of evolution and natural selection for me to argue with people on the internet for a living, okay? I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm really not going to do it. So, let's look at, again, topic today is immigration. I'm titling the show today, Illegal Immigration and Illegitimate Institutions. A lot of I words, I know. However, I present you with Exhibit A. CNBC says, report, more than half of immigrants are on welfare. Mm, and you thought they came here to work, huh? Well, you were half right. They came here to work. They came here to work the system, not work in the fields, not work in the factories, not found their own business. No, no, no. But of course... That's not what the ACLU says. We'll get into that in a second. But I really wanted to explore this because it says, now this is this is not even Fox, which I, is not even that conservative in my opinion. This is CNBC of all places. And even they can't, you know when the mainstream media admits something, you know that it's worse than it actually is. You know it's worse than what they're telling you, but they know that they have to maintain some shred of credibility so they actually bring it up. And this is a perfect example. More than half of the nation's immigrants, which most of them are going to be illegal aliens as well, but they don't talk about that from what I've seen so far. They just said, they just say immigrants are migrants. They don't discriminate between here illegally or here illegally. Uh, they say more than half of the nation's immigrants receive some kind of, of government assistance or welfare, a figure that's far higher than the native born. Huh? No kidding. According to a report released on Wednesday, about 51% of immigrants or immigrant-led households receive at least one. That's at least one. So it could be more than one. It could be two, three, four, five, six, fifty, eleven. Who knows? But at least one kind of welfare benefit, including Medicare, food stamps, school lunches, housing assistance, etc., compared to only 30% of native-led, other words, Americans according to a report from the Center of Immigration Studies, a group that advocates for lower levels of immigration. Okay. Might have to look them up. These numbers increased with households with kids. That's not even including kids. That's just adult immigrants. Now, for ones who have kids, 76% receive welfare compared to the 52% of native-borns. There's no way that half of Americans receive welfare. There's no way. 
But my goodness, dude, 76% of immigrants with children. Welfare. Over 50% without even having kids. Welfare. At least one. Could be more. In fact, I guarantee you it's more than one. Because if you're going to dip your beak in, why aren't you going to take the biggest gulp you could possibly get? Since the findings are sure to fuel debates on the presidential campaign trails as presidential candidate as Republican candidates focus on changing the nation's immigration laws from calls for mass deportation to ending birthright citizenship. See, this is another interesting point. The whole birthright, birthright citizenship. I, personally, I'm of the mind of we need to end this. They ended it in Canada. We need to end it here because Birthright citizenship was, I believe it's the 14th Amendment. Uh, correct me if I'm mistaken on that. I believe it's the 14th Amendment. Actually, you know what? I'm going to look this up live just to make sure I, I know what I'm talking about. Because, um... I actually want to make sure that I'm right on this. And it will prove that I'm actually paying attention in my classes... Uh, birthright citizenship amendment. Oh, look at that. It is the 14th amendment. I was right. Look at that. I was right. Look at that. See, I know what I'm talking about. I don't just talk outside my, my booty. I know what I'm talking about here. Now, when it comes to birthright citizenship, I'm of the mind of it's long overdue that we got rid of it. Because... That was intended for the children of slaves so that their their children would be American citizens. Uh, we don't have that anymore. In fact, we haven't had it for over 150 years. So, in the spirit of, of uh, progress, what is it with the um, progressives? I thought they loved progress. What happened to everything that's change is good? Well, apparently not changing birthright citizenship. Apparently, they don't like that change, so it's only the change that they like that leads more towards, you know, the communistic side, apparently. I, I thought all change was good change, according to the progressives out there. But, yeah. it's just, it's disgusting to me that this isn't talked about more. In fact, you know what? You want to know what the ACLU says? For all of those of you who love the ACLU, you're very suspect in my opinion. Because either A, you're an alpha cheating the system, or you're a, a delta who thinks he who's just doesn't know any better. In other words, you're smart and a liar, or you're ignorant and don't know any better. Because according to the ACLU, they say, look at this, they say that, look at this, so here's a question they're debating. It says, is it true that immigrants take jobs away from Americans and are they a drain on the economy? And they spend this entire article discussing that. And here's the answer they have. They say, contrary to popular belief, immigrants do not, I repeat, according to the ACLU, immigrants do not take away jobs from American workers. Hmm. Okay. Instead, they create new jobs by forming new businesses and spending their incomes on American goods and services and paying taxes 
and pray and raising the product the productivity of American businesses. Oh well, um, they they say immigrants are good for the economy, not the other way around. Oh, that sounds very nice, doesn't it? Until you apply logic to it and it makes no sense. Let me ask you something. Um, as someone who is a self-incorporated business, Austin Creed, that that's me. I had to buy my f camera. I had to buy this microphone. I had to get this computer. I had to get these headphones. I, it costs your time and money and everything else to get a business off of the ground. Right? We all agree on that? Okay, good. Um, so I see these pictures of these people coming over the border, right? Um, they're not coming over the border with Scrooge McDuck money. They're not coming over the border looking like the robber barons of a gone-by age in America. They're coming over the border with uh, next to nothing. Uh, do you think these people who will come over with next to nothing, they barely speak the language, they are in a new place, in a foreign land, and everything else, do you really think they're starting a business? I just gave you... The statistics of at least 51% of them are on at least one kind of welfare. With children, with households containing children, 76%. And yet they want to sit here and tell me that they don't take jobs from American workers? Well, maybe they're right. Maybe they don't, they don't work at all and they just take the money from Uncle Sam's back pocket. And if they do work a job, so either A, the ACLU is admitting that they don't actually work at all. They just work the system. And if you say anything about it like I do, I'm call, you're, you're called a racist or any other name under the sun so that you they try to get you to dummy up. How do you... What are the, where are these new businesses they're talking about? I don't see them. Do you? Do you see, do you see these businesses they're talking about? I don't. Uh, they're good for the economy. If they're not producing anything and they're taking welfare like a leech, uh, leeches don't help the organism they leech off of. That's why they're called a leech. They just take. They're a parasite. They're a bunch of criminals and they should be kicked out of the country. How's that? They're not productive for anybody but the socialist regime to try to get more power over you. That's all they're good for. All they're good for is to vote Democrat in, with a Spanish ballot. That's it. That's all they're good for. It's unbelievable to me. I can't believe it. I can't believe this. They have the nerve to sit here and tell me that the opposite is true. My folks. Oh my gosh. My camera is about to croak on me. Um, so here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to go over to the audio version of this. I try, I try to. I guess I didn't plug my thing in correctly because it's going to have to die on me. Head over to... The audio part of this podcast, because the video is about to clock out. Go over to Spotify. Go over to Apple Podcasts. You'll find it over there. Because, and for those of you on audio, you're, you're watching the, you're watching uh, the live, <laughs> the show, live show fall apart here. My apologies. So, yeah, I'm just going to have to clock that one out real quick, but we're going to hop right in on audio. I'm going to show you. What Joe Biden used to say and what he's saying now about immigration and asylum seekers, so-called. And then we're going to compare that with Donald Trump. Before you go, and before my camera dies, 
Biden is spending $86 million to house them in hotel rooms. Do you really think the government's doing it for free? I doubt it. And we'll get into that in a second. But I'm going to turn off my camera real quick because it's about to die. So I'm going to have to end the video part real quick. And then I will, if you want to keep listening to the show, you want to hear more, you want to listen to what Biden's going to say next, go over to the audio version and you'll listen to it over there because I'll still be streaming it on audio. All right. So for those of you on video, thank you very much. Have a nice day. I'm out. For those of you on audio, get ready for the next part of the show. Anyways, let's get back to it. For those of you who are here from the... Because my camera just died. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to listen now to what Joe Biden said back in the day. Now, this is back during the campaign... Before he became president, this is what he was saying. And I want you to listen very carefully to what this man says. He'd have you believe that he's just a good he's just a good man. You know, his friendly grandpa, kind of like the Bernie Sanders type. But uh, unfortunately, that's not true. Now, I want you to listen to this very, very carefully, okay? Here, I'm about to play it right now. Here's what he said. This is what candidate Biden said. Here it is. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. Huh. Well, thank you very much, uh, candidate Joe Biden. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. What does President Joe Biden have to say? Let's, let's roll that tape. Here's what President Joe Biden has to say. Next week, I'm going to travel to Mexico, where I'm going to meet with President Lopez Obrador. Uh-huh. We have a big agenda that ranges from the climate crisis to economic development and other issues. But one important part of that agenda is strengthening our border between our nations. Oh, really? And I will visit the border myself this Sunday in El Paso mm. to assess border enforcement operations, mm-hmm. meet with the local officials and community leaders, and the folks at the border sending me what they need that they don't have. I thought you wanted them to come and here. And make it public what they conclude they need they don't have to try to convince my Republican colleagues they should do something. Uh, I thought you said you were going to do something. I thought you said you are going to let them in. I mean, you just said as a candidate, you said you wanted them to come here. And that they should come here, but now you're pivoting. Let's keep going. Do not, do not just show up at the border. Oh. Stay where you are and apply legally from there. Oh, really? Starting today, if you don't apply through the legal process, you will not be eligible for this new parole program. Oh. Oh, I see. Well, that's, uh, that's not what he said earlier. Let's keep going. What else do you have to say, Mr. President? Oh, that's it? Uh, that's over? Okay. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Vice President Joe Biden. Thank you very much. Uh, let me ask you, ladies and gentlemen, the Sheep Kishir podcast. Um, anybody else notice a uh, very apparent discrepancy in what you just heard? No? Am I just imagining it? Maybe? Well, I mean, when you look at the fact that according to NBC News, that non-citizens, in other words, illegal aliens, account for 64% of all federal arrests, according to the Justice Department, you might wonder why. You might start asking questions. And again, like I said, if NBC says it's 64%, you know it's probably higher because they want to minimize the number as much as possible while still maintaining a shred of actual credibility. 
But my friends, going back to the hotel rooms thing, $86 million is being spent on housing illegal aliens or uh, asylum seekers. I love how they, like I said, they use a positive spin on everything. They use positive language to destroy everything that you like and love about this country. Uh, why do you think they're doing that? Look, if let's just see the government as a business, okay? Um, if you're a business owner, you want to make investments that you believe will pay off and give you a return on your investment. Savvy? Mm-hmm. So let me ask you something. What do you think the government has to gain by giving these so-called asylum seekers $86 million? And that's just in hotel rooms. That's not in their clothes, medical care, legal care, uh, food stamps, uh, welfare, EBT, WIC, you name it. That's not even including all that. That's just in the hotel rooms that are mainly owned by uh, China, by the way, for those of you who didn't know. Yes, that's correct. We're basically paying China to house illegal aliens so that they can live here. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just wonderful, isn't it? Uh, you want to know what I think they're doing it for? Well, I'll, I will answer your question with a question. Uh, do we have any federal I, bo uh, federal voter ID laws in this country? I'll wait. Oh, oh, we don't? Oh, that's right. We don't. Only some states have it. Um, let me ask you something. Uh, do you think there's a correlation between the uh, millions of dollars that the government is spending on getting them here? Not to mention all the money that they're spending on maintaining them here. Uh, let me ask you something. Do, do you think that potentially there could be a link between the investment that the government is putting in these migrants and the payback that they're hoping to get in the future with the lack of voter ID laws in the country? I'll let you decide what you think about that. But here's what we're going to do today. We're going to look at what we we looked at what candidate Biden said and we looked at what Joe Biden said now that he's president. And now we're going to look at what they said during the actual debates. That's right. We're going to go back in time to when everything was at an all time high. We're going to look at what they said when they were on in the debates. OK, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to listen to it, and I'm going to give you my commentary as I normally do. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to really listen to the treatment that is given by the moderator, number one. And I want you to really look at the stark difference between the two and why all of a sudden you think that the establishment might not like Donald Trump. Let's play it. Now, gentlemen, and we're going to talk about families within this context. Mr. President, your administration separated children from their parents at the border, at least 4,000 kids. You've since reversed your zero tolerance policy. Founded by uh, those cages were built by Obama's administration, by the way. But the United States can't locate the parents of more than 500 children. They shouldn't even so be in the country. How families ever be reunited? Well, they shouldn't. They should have been united on the other side of the border. But go ahead, go ahead, Mr. Trump, answer the question. Children are brought here by coyotes and lots of bad people, cartels, 
and they're brought here and they used to use them to get into our country. Uh -huh. We now have as strong a border as we've ever had. We're over 400 miles of brand new wall. You see the numbers and we let people in, but they have to come in legally and they come in through. But America. how we reunite these kids you, with their families? Interrupting him again. They built cages. You know, they used to say, I built the cages. And then they had a picture in a certain newspaper. And it was a picture of these horrible cages. And they said, look at these cages. President Trump built them. No, uh, President Obama built those cages, but the media loved him so much that they didn't say anything. They just said, oh, look, they must have been built by Trump, even though they don't look new whatsoever. But we're going to ignore that. Go ahead. Then it was determined they were built in 2014. That was him. Do you they have a plan cages. to reunite the kids? Yes, we're working family? on it very. We're, we're trying very hard. But a lot of these kids. Come they should have been united outside the border of the United States. Not without the parents. They come over through cartels and through coyotes and through gangs. Vice President Biden, let me bring you into this conversation. Quick response and then another question to you. These 500 plus kids came with parents they separated how do you know that order to make it a how do you know that to come to begin with they real tough we're really strong and guess what they cannot it's not coyotes didn't bring them over their parents were with them they got separated were you at the border joe and you saw all this transpire i kind of doubt it you barely seem to be able to walk up a staircase or give a speech at the uh the the uh, I think it was the Air Force Academy. The Air Force Academy. Do y'all see that one where he supposedly tripped over a sandbag? He can't even step over a sandbag, and yet he knows about all the people stepping over the border. You hear this? From their parents, and it makes us a laughing stock. And you're a laughing stock. Of who we are as a nation. Let me ask you a follow-up question. They did it. We changed the policy. Your response they to that? It. We, we changed. did not. They built the cages. They, who, who built the cages, let's, Joe? Let's talk about what who we're talking about. Who built the cages, Let's Joe. talk about what we're talking about. Uh, uh, you see, you didn't answer the question because he knows he can't answer the question without being found and known and known as a liar, so he doesn't answer the question. What happened? Parents were ripped. Their kids were ripped from their arms and separated. No, they weren't. And now they cannot find over 500 of sets of... Oh, in other words, we should just let them into the country. We should just let them all just into the country. We don't care who you are. We don't care where you're from. We should just, oh, we should just let all of them into the country. Is that your solution, uh, Joe? Those parents and those kids are alone. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. It's criminal. It's criminal. Let me. Yeah, you're right. They should know where they're going. Uh, home, not here. Kristen, I will say this. They went down. We brought reporters, everything. They are so well taken care of. They're in facilities that were so clean. But some of them Again, the millions of dollars that they're spending on them. Uh, yes, that's exactly what he's talking about. But just ask one question. Who built the cages? I'd love you to ask him that. Who built the cages? Let me ask about your immigration policy. Again, he doesn't answer the question. The, the puke moderator pivots for him to uh, have him avoid looking stupid by actually answering the question with the truth. Mr. Vice President, the Obama administration did fail to deliver immigration reform, which had been a key promise. An another code word for a bunch of criminals entering the country illegally. The administration, it also presided over record deportations as well as family detentions at the border before changing course. So why should voters trust you with an immigration overhaul now? Because it made a mistake. It, made too, it took too long to get it right. It took too long to get it right. I'll be president of the United States, not vice president. Of the United Keep States. in mind, he asked them the to surge the border. Very clear. 
within 100 days, I'm going to send to the United States Congress a pathway to citizenship for over 11 million undocumented people. And oh, in other words, just come to the border and we'll give you a green card. All of those so-called dreamers, those DACA... Uh, uh, dreamers? You mean to tell me that people like me in America who were born here legally uh, and are American citizens, we don't have dreams, Joe? You need to import them from the third world? You need to import dreams from the third world, not from the actual Americans who are supposed to be electing you? Why are they catering to illegal aliens? They're not a constituency. They're not supposed to be in the country or vote, and yet here they are pandering to them. You believe this? They're going to be immediately certified again to be able to stay in this country. Why? Why? The idea that they are being sent home by this guy and they want to do that is they go to a country they've never seen before. I can imagine. Where they wait, 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 wait. They're coming. They're going back to a country they've never seen. Um, Joe, they had to come from somewhere. You don't just spontaneously create yourself at the U.S. border. We're not talking about grass fields, Joe. We're talking about human beings. They actually have to come from somewhere. What do you mean they're going back to a country they've never known? Schmuck, they had to come from somewhere else. That's what that's what a migrant is. It means you're moving, you moron, you. Five years old, your parents are taking you across the, the Rio Grande River, and it's, and it's, and it's illegal. And you say, oh, no, Mom, leave me here. I'm not going to go with you. They've been here. Many of them are model citizens. Over 20... Oh, mo many of them are model citizens. I just gave you statistics of the... Look at this. Again! Again with the big lie. Non-citizens account for 64% of all federal crimes. That's not even state or local crimes. That's federal crimes. 64% of all federal arrests... Non-citizens, in other words, illegal aliens. And this mook bum has the nerve to say that they're all, that most of them are good people. That lying thing, you. You liar. Are first responders out there taking you care lying of piece of garbage, you. We owe them. We owe, we owe them. them? We owe them nothing. Sh n nothing, you schmuck. We owe them nothing. They suck the country dry. Look at your hospitals on the border. Look at your welfare. Look at your social security. Look at your Medicare, your food stamps. We owe them nothing. They're sucking the country dry like a vampire is sucking a human dry. What are you talking about? President he had eight years to do what he said he was going to do. And I've changed without having a specific. We got rid of catch and release. We got rid of a lot of horrible things that they put in and that they lived with. But he Joe Biden's laughing at him. He was vice president. He's snickering he on him like a schoolgirl. Except build cages to keep children in. Vice President Tom, Biden, your response. The catch and release. You know what he's talking about there? If in fact you had a family came across and they were arrested, they in fact were given a date to show up for their hearing. They were released. And guess what? They showed up. No, they didn't. That's another lie. No, they didn't. For a hearing. No, they didn't. This is the first president in the history of the United States of America that's anybody seeking asylum has to do it in another country. Because we're not, we can't afford it. We're bankrupt, number one. And number two, just like the lifeboats that were going off the Titanic, we can't take everybody, you schmuck, lying piece of garbage. It's never happened before in America. That's never happened before. Because when the welfare state wasn't as big, States, you liar. Make your case that I seek asylum based on the following... Keep in mind, this guy literally just said to asylum seekers like a week ago that they shouldn't come here because we can't afford it. And here he is on the campaign trail saying the exact opposite, that lying bum. 
following premise why I deserve it under American law. They're sitting in They're not American citizens, Joe. American law doesn't matter to them or it shouldn't. Without the ACLU telling them it does, you lying thing you. Squalor on the other side of the river. President Trump, your response, so 30 important. seconds, and then we'll move It on. just shows that he has no understanding of immigration or the laws. Thank you. Catch and release is a disaster. A murderer would come in. A rapist would come in. A very bad person would come in. We Joe Biden is shaking his head, mocking Trump. Them into our country, and then you say they come back. Less than 1% of the people come back. We have to send ICE out. Yes, it is true, Joe. To find them. We would say, come back in two years, three years. We're going to give you a court case. You need Perry Mason. We're going to give you a court case. When you say they come back, they don't come back, Joe. They never come back. Only the really, I hate to say this, but those with the lowest IQ, they might come back. Okay, President very, Trump, very, let's very give few. Vice President Biden a chance. Biden's laughing at him as if he's a moron when, in fact, I can't dispute anything he just said. To respond, and then we're going to move on to the you next section. You don't know section. the law, Joe. Vice President Biden, law. your response. Know the law. What he's telling you is simply not true. Oh, you know the law? You don't even know what you said before. You don't even know what you say, much less the law, you, you disgusting filth. Well, check, check it, it out. out. They don't come back. Check it out. All right, let's move but on to the next section. But we don't have to worry about it, because they terminated it, so we don't have to worry about it. Let's move on to the next section. And you have 525 kids not knowing where in God's name they're going to be and lost their... They should be outside the border. All right. You see what I'm listening... You see what I gotta do for... Look at this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my land. That, that was the longest six minutes I think I've ever spent in my life. Do you see how much of a demagogue he is and how much he lies about everything? And yet people will have you believe he's the most truth, you know, he's the most truthful person on the planet. Uh, my friends, illegal immigration is out of control. Immigration is out of control. And the institutions that incentivize it are becoming more and more illegitimate by the day, by the month, by the year. And what are we supposed to do about it? Huh? What, what are we supposed to do about it? Are we supposed to just sit here and listen to this garbage about how, oh, no, it's not happening. <laughs> just listen to what the government tells you. We'll tell you what to think. No, I think not. In fact, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about this even more in the days and months and years to come because this is something that needs to be addressed. And I'm sick and tired of all the frauds, the liars. And again, nobody's answered this question for me, and I've asked people that I know, and no one's giving me an actual answer. Why is the what does the government hope to gain by spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on these people? Because I guarantee you, they wouldn't do it if they didn't have something to get in return for it. Does anyone have an answer to that question? When you find the answer to that question, you'll realize why certain people think that the election may not have been the most free and fair election when. Of course, everybody knows that it supposedly was. And until next time, my friends, I'm going to end it right there. I think you get the point. I think I made my point. Uh, shout out to uh, Candidate Joe versus President Joe Biden. Uh, very interesting uh, pivot there, Mr. President. But until next time, my friends, God bless you. God bless your family. And God bless this beautiful country known as the United States of America. We're out of here. Peace.